A war begins, a war ends. By Alira. In the kingdom of Tafia, the wise old king sinks upon his kingdom for the greatest knights. Only the strongest, fittest and swiftest knights would even dare face the king's extreme trial. He needed these mighty knights for war against the demons, but not for the kingdom he ruled. It was their greatest ally who would be destined for war, and the king would send the daring knights to help his dear friend. The top 11 cavaliers would fight along with the others in the kingdom's ring. Men and women would attend King Lucian Tafire's castle to be turned down or accepted into the group and attempt to defeat the king's trial itself. Who will save Solarin from defeat? Soon this question will be answered. Too bony. Next, the king demanded, banging his staff onto the cold stone floor. The failed citizen looked at the man's piercing blue eyes and sadly turned around, disappointedly, to let himself out. King Lucian Tafire would judge the soon-to-be knights by appearance, then if they passed it, would be taken to a dungeon for the skill trials. Although there were hundreds of people, only one among them had succeeded. The successful knight was Grace. She was short for an 18-year-old, but that didn't stop her from being unusually skillful and strong. She watched from beside the king's throne and as citizens were turned down. Her brunette hair lay still on her shoulders as she looked upon the wave of people. The only reason that people were auditioning to become a knight in the war was because the best fighting knight who survived the war and had been victorious would get a large sum of money, larger than anyone's amount of money. They all hungry for the money, thought Grace, as one of the hundreds of townsfolk walked to stand beside her, successful. The tall man snickered at the others who failed and looked down to meet Grace's stare. How on earth did you get here? You're so small. Sir, although I am small, does not mean I couldn't have had the chance to be here, Grace responded, looking up at the tall man. He had messy hair, golden as as nuggets. His brown eyes were sombre and mysterious. Grace lazily broke her gaze with the man and continued to watch the trail of people. Though she had only looked away for a small moment, there was already a large handful of knights behind her, waiting impatiently for King Lucian to end the appearance trials. A while later... Lucian had finished the trials and hopped down from his majestic throne, towering everyone. The king strolled over to the knights, awaiting his attendance. He stood tall and exhaled sharply, stressed by the upcoming war. Follow me to the dungeons. Your next trial awaits you, he bellowed, hobbling his way down the marble steps, banging his large staff as he did. When they arrived at their new task, they saw a hollow barrel full to the brim with swords, a red-tinted concrete square bedded to the floor, a wooden ramp with a dummy below it, and a small container of bandages and medicine. The moment the knights shared together were quickly. Nine of the cavaliers were badly injured and were sent to the infirmary. The remaining knights had a few scratches here and there, but were fine. Grace stood proudly with the successful ten and waited for the king to speak. I am proud of all of you for training and fighting hard. Congratulations, my subjects for you are now worthy of fighting in the war. Most everyone cheered and celebrated, but the small grace remained still, but surprised. Wow, I did it, she thought, slowly raising her hand to her mouth. Grace lay in her bed motionless. The time for the knights to travel to Solarine ticked down fast. It had all happened so quickly, and she didn't even expect to make it through. She thought about how proud her parents would be, watching over her deep in the ground due to their internal sleep. She missed them dearly, but her strong spirit to inspire them grew each passing day. She pulled herself up towards the low ceiling and threw herself off the small, weak bed. 
The wind crawled across the town, sending shivers down everyone's spine. She walked across the crunchy gravel that lied on the road as carriages passed by in a rush, with supplies bouncing in the back of them. The kingdom stood proudly in the middle of town, towering all the small houses. As Grace looked up upon the castle, she turned her head to see a small cart companioned by a small man, rapidly whipping a caramel-coloured horse in front of him. He was obviously stressed. His expression gave it away. The man tugged back the reins and pulled to a sharp stop, right beside the wide-eyed Grace. The trembling man stumbled off the cart and waddled towards Grace, a scared look on his face. Young lady, the demons have announced that they will be coming earlier than expected. King Solarine has sent me, his messenger, Mr. Coyle, to collect the knights, Mr. Coyle blurted out, shaking furiously. Grace raised her eyebrows in disbelief and ushered him to the castle where the king lived. Grace and Mr. Coyle sped away through the castle in a hurry. They checked the ground floor, then the next, but then found him in the middle of walking down the stairs from the third floor. What are you doing here, Miss Grace? The king questioned, turning his attention to the messenger. Grace told Lucian the messenger had been sent here by Oscar Solarine to tell him that they needed the knights earlier than expected. The king was shocked, horrified, and stressed all at the same time. He quickly gathered the knights and they prepared for the journey in a flash. The cavaliers said their goodbyes and they were off, as if they were never there. The eleven cavaliers were sitting in the back of Mr. Coy's cart along with their supplies, weapons, and a collection of random items. A man who seemed to be fairly big chuckled and started a conversation with the others. Grace stayed quiet and distanced herself from the elders and sat behind Mr. Coyle, who was whistling whilst directing the caramel horse to what seemed to be a village with large walls surrounding it. Grace, wanting to talk to someone, chatted with Mr. Coyle about the war. So, tell me, dear Coyle, why has the war been declared? The man hesitated with a concerned look on his face, but he soon spilled out why.